Fight! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Frankenculture Frankensteiner Wrestling Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Martin. Thank you again for joining in this week. Uh, last week, we didn't really have a show. We did, but we didn't. Due to def- technical difficulties and uh, a sudden burst of laziness, I just didn't want to try to fight the technical difficulties. Just didn't want to do it. So, but we're back. We're here to review the superstar shakeup that's been going on for the past two weeks. They extended it past the first week for reasons. And so they continued on to this past week. And so I have, as always, Cliff and Julie here to basically run down our thoughts, opinions, young prayers towards that. You guys ready to go over this? Yupper, yupper. Yes. All right, so let's just start off with the people who went from other brands to Raw. I'm just going to go right down the list of what I've got here. And uh, there's about, looks like, 17 moves. So uh, first one that happened, happened back on the April 15th episode of Raw. Uh, the first one was The Miz. So, how do we feel about the Miz moving? He uh, doesn't have a spot. Like, period. Like, let's just be honest. He He's going to be a mid-card guy. But, honestly, like, he's just get, what's he going to do? You know, it just, it's confusing to have him there. I'd much rather have him on SmackDown because he was kind of like a a staple in that area, and I really liked him on SmackDown more than I do like him on Raw. Right. I understand why they're keeping him on Raw, though, because we're going to have SmackDown on Fox, and then Raw on USA, and you have Mike, the star of a show on USA that is still currently, you know, running. It doesn't seem like they're, you know, they did the second season. It doesn't seem like they want to get rid of it. So it makes sense why they did it, though, because... You have the USA star on the USA show. You know, they'll have to figure out something for him because on top of it, if if they keep him on USA with the whole Raw thing, I can see USA being like, try to pimp him out more because of the fact that he has a show on us. Much like how Fox flexed muscles with some other shit, which we'll discuss later in the, the SmackDown stuff. Right. So, you know what I mean? So I think that's what they, I can see them doing that, them flexing the, like, uh, no, you're on our channel and you will have him there and you will make him a star again. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you later, but bye bye. So it also feels weird with him moving to Raw because I've really felt like, like the next chapter of like the Daniel Bryan, the Miz saga could have really happened with them being in reverse roles with, yeah. you know, Daniel Bryan being the, you know, hardcore hippie evil evil vegan version of himself and then the Miz being this kind of, you know, just Hollywood baby face. It would, you know, again, clashing of ideals and everything else like that, but on different spectrums. So I, th- I really think that the move really shook things up. But again, I really think the whole like 
Miz and Mrs. show being on USA really made the catalyst for the Miz to stay on. Yeah. On USA. That's what I was thinking. It's more because of that. Um, Cliff, anything else to add on Miz? No, that's pretty much about, I mean, I said what I had to say. So mid, so we're saying mid Carter or, cause I feel like if they're going to, if, if going off of Julie's perspective, I feel like if someone's going to be a mid Carter, but USA wants to push him, I feel like, I feel like he's going to have maybe some title shots, maybe something against Seth. Yeah. I don't, but, I don't necessarily think he's going to be holding the, the top title, but I could definitely see them like, eh, let's slap the US title on you. Something. You know, because then they can have a title on him, have him on USA, have his show, everybody's happy. And Mike's still making fucking money. You know. Seems like what that would be the smartest thing, but who the fuck knows now anymore with wrestling? Uh, yeah. True statement. True statement. The next person to move over was Andrade with Zelina Vega. And they actually defeated... Well, Andrade defeated Finn Balor in a non-title contest that night in a really good outing, really good showing. I like that matchup. Um, you know, not rating into the future or anything, but, you know, this this move had, you know, high hopes for, uh, for him to have, you know, fresh competition and everything else like that. Uh, was really, really looking forward to this one. Right. Not to, not to say that, you know, it would have, you know, what's happened is bad, but it's just, you know, different. For reasons. Political. Yeah. Backstage. Yeah. Eh, no, well, like, I was going to say, like, I just got so hyped about him being on Raw because I just thought about, like, the endless matchups that you could have had with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Seth. him, him and... Seth, and just everybody, Ricochet and Alistair again, and you know, Ricochet and Alistair were then called, uh, permanently put onto the Raw roster along with the War Raiders, who were then uh, name-changed to the Viking experience. <sighs> see, yeah. see, this is why I kind of wish that last week's recording didn't fucking fuck up because the rants <laughs> we had. I'm, we're not going to go into it. If this makes sense, I I have a rant. I'm just trying not to take up. No, we're no, we're not. We're not going to rant about it. We're because no, just, it's... that's why I'm keeping incredibly quiet about it. <laughs> <laughs> but they did, at least they it, they got changed again to the Viking Raiders. I'm glad. Yeah, it's I'm better. Glad, I'm glad that there was enough. Like, what the fuck? Collectively, from whatever parties, that they were like, "Hey, okay, so let's try to backtrack this a little bit." I mean, I still don't agree with their personal name change, Eric and Ibar. I have, I want to set things on fire with my eyes because of that. And yeah, I'm a little sad that our last week's podcast isn't here, so they can hear the rants. But trust me. You, if you, if you, if, if, if yeah, it's there. It, the, the rant, I, it's in my soul still. It's in my soul. So part of it. That was. Still, that, hmm? Go ahead. This as them saying that they're the the Viking Raiders because of what happened 
later this week. Are we are we talking about future stuff now? Because I really want to talk about that part where they have like the the Viking Warriors on the WWE page for like fan votes. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I really, I don't like the Viking Warriors. I, I don't like that one at all. Um, I think Raiders, I think at least, at least if you're going to change the name, just change one aspect of it. Cause you know, they were known as the war Raiders changing it to the Viking experience. Just was terrible. Fucking terrible. Fucking terrible. At least with the Viking Raiders, you get rid of the word Vince McMahon doesn't like. But you keep the, the basis of the Raiders and everything like that. Yeah, the war chants are kind of probably going to go away. Or you know, they at least need to I change something. They need I... to change something to where that has like war in it. Like their finishing move is like, I don't know, the warrior dive. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just I, hope I, the fans still just like, I hope they're marky marky, marky marky marky, little mark dick bags. And they just yell war really loud. And Vince has to sit and stew in that shit. And I can be like, ha ha ha. That's all I hope for. Really? So they they really stuck it to us, though, as fans, because even though they changed their name to the Viking Raiders, they kept the Viking Experience name in their finisher, which, honestly, I wish the, the name of the move was called, like, Tuvahala or something along with that kind of that line, because that shit would have been a fly. Yeah, you're not wrong. You know, tweet it. Tweet it. Tweet it. <laughs> we know we know Julie can't tweet right now because she has her hands uh currently consuming tacos. No, I'm done. They're in my belly and that's why I'm happy because the vegan tacos are in my belly while I'm recording. Thank Ooh. you for looking at my Facebook. No, I, I stock <laughs> while I record. <laughs> I bet you fine. <laughs> um So moving off from that, uh, again, kinda cute aspect uh of of the War Raiders moving up, Viking Raiders. It's going to take a while to get used to that. Yeah. It's going to take know. a while. Um, Bar. Um, speed round, Rey Mysterio, Usos, and Naomi all got moved over from SmackDown. Not shocked. Uh, Usos and Naomi, not shocker that they get moved together, but uh, refreshing for Naomi to be on Raw because she's been on right. SmackDown since basically the draft happened back in 2016. So... Ray? She, was a, she was a staple of the SmackDown Women's Division, uh, part of the original SmackDown 6, who have basically all moved to kind of raw, except for Carmella. Right. Vicky Bella retired. So with, with Ray moving over, I was like super excited because of him and Andrade, because, you know, and, and a couple other people that you are later down on the list that are from a certain show. So I was like, hey, you know, maybe we'll get some some action, you know. But um, no, of course, they had to move Andrade back to SmackDown. So I'm not going to get Rey Mysterio and Andrade. And they wrestle very good together, whether it's yes, against or together, like whether it's side by side or against or, or against each other. I like that. And now I don't fucking get that because fucking politics backstage. Suck my dick. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not bad. It's not, it's not bad. bad. I mean, we're not. We're. It's not a bad move because we're still getting Rey Mysterio on on Monday. We'll have other people that he can wrestle against. So you can see them on the. You know, we'll talk about them, or you can see them on the list. But I am just frustrated that we're missing out on what could have been because that just seems to be like WWE's like motivation. That's what they do now. It's just what could have been. 
That's just um, what they aim for sometimes, and it hurts. I'm, I'm not really feeling bad about this move because there are definitely some other matchups. I'm very intrigued to watch how they perform together on the SmackDown side with just Andrade alone. So, you know, I mean, when we talk about who's on the SmackDown roster, I'll kind of point out who I've, I've been excited about and can't wait right. to see. Well, I... I'm I'm not I with this shakeup we're gonna get good matchups either way. I just personally was really looking forward to the two of them wrestling and possibly having a really good storyline considering they're on the three they would have been on the three hour show together and they usually that kind of gets investment a little you know what I mean they have a little bit more of a team on it so that's where my like personal like. Comes from because I'm like, bitch, dude. I would have loved to have seen them do something with the two of them wrestling against each other. Some fucking really good storyline. So, alas, we have to move on away yes. from that hope. Uh, let's see. Via a uh, a picture promo of people who were moved o- who have moved over so far, uh, we got to see that Eric Young had moved over from SmackDown which basically disbanded Sanity, um, which we then find out some other moves have happened because of that. But yeah, basically Eric Young <laughs> over. Um, okay. Hello, extra sounds. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so welcome. Eric Young hopefully gets a good solo singles heel run, you know, because he's, he's great solo. So... Uh, speaking of solo heel runs, hopefully EC3 gets one as well because he is on Raw, uh, moved up from the NXT, which, you know, he didn't really have much of a run. I don't know what they're doing. Then again, it's WWE. Yeah. Who knows what they're doing? Right. Yep. So then we have um, Cedric Alexander and Lars Sullivan that were officially on the Raw roster. Cedric coming from 205, Lars from NXT, but he's been advertised now for a while, had some mental issues. Got it taken care of. Now he's back, looking more chinnier than ever. Because he's got the chin. Right. <clears throat> so huge Cedric, chin thing. Yep. Oh. Yeah, Julie has a huge chin thing. She just makes him so moist. Mm. What? Yeah. I remember you saying something about that. It's okay. We don't kink shame here at Franklin Culture. So, um, uh, I mean, I mean, we're gonna be honest. You're like partially correct. Jawlines are amazing. <laughs> so, like, if you got a straw jawline, I'm like, what's up? so you're kind of there. What's up? I'll give shit. Fuck y'all. Hey, hey, again, no kink shaming. That's fine. Uh, but Lars, uh, Cedric is, uh, gonna get some fresh matchups coming off of 205. Mm-hmm. So, uh, definite strong mid card there. Just like, uh, Mustafa Ali over on SmackDown. So that's gonna be interesting to see. The last two moves from, uh, the 15th episode was Lacey Evans, officially on Raw, mm-hmm. and AJ Styles. AJ makes Lacey, sense. Yeah, makes makes sense. Um, Lacey already getting a huge push uh, because you know she's blonde. The athletic ability is there. Don't get me wrong. It's just you know 
oh look another blonde like we already we always haven't had a blonde in our faces for the past like two years oh my god my friend sent me this thing that it's a meme and it's got charlotte in the middle and it's a bunch of other wrestlers from the wwe and it's like unused charlotte and it was dana like male charlotte was roman and i'm gonna have to get it and send it to you guys yes please but they had that and I, they had it uh, so perfect it so, touched. I mean, it's just going to be good. It's a good matchup for AJ Styles. We're going to get some uh, new... We might be able to actually finally see AJ versus Ray in, in a good, uh, good decent uh, matches. Uh, AJ versus Ricochet. You know, Seth Rollins. Oh, I remember what it was now because I found the picture. Lacey is military Charlotte. Oh. I'm going to send the picture in the group chat so you guys can see it. Please do. I'll post it on my Instagram or Twitter or one of those things for anyone that follows um, the podcast if you want to see it because it's too goddamn funny. So, any uh, any any thoughts, comments on Lacey and AJ Cliff? Oh, I'm I'm a fan of Lacey Evans. Um, after you guys kind of got me on, like, turned on to her over in uh, NXT, I just, like, she just became like one of my favorites. So seeing her on the main roster is just amazing. And, you know, she did score a huge win over Natty, uh, to be the number one contender. The only thing I think that was kind of like my big issue with her was like, she really needs to work on that moonsault because she landed all knees on Natty and you could tell like that sucked. Ah, Natty's, Natty's a pro. She took it like a champ. She'd be fine. And I mean, she did take it like a champ. <laughs> It is in the group. Yay! And then from this week's uh, episode of Raw, only two moves. Samoa Joe with the United States Championship got moved over. And then Cesaro. So the bar is broken up. Yeah. Allegedly. (laughs) Which is fine because I I really, I really, really, really want like Cesaro to be pushed as like a top heel or a top face something because he he he's been yeah. definitely put in the years in WWE kind of like Kofi uh but just he's he hasn't always really got a good singles run he's been no. really good in tag teams and gotten pretty high on tag teams but yeah no you're right it'd be good to see and I'd love for him to be really good heel to be honest like I think he, I, I don't mind him as a face, but I think he does a better job as a heel. I think he's really good about being a dick. So, oh yeah, be a dick, man. Get your. It's like with Charlotte. Like, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind face Charlotte, but I think like heel Charlotte's probably like ah cream of the crop right there. Oh yeah, she's such a bitch. She makes me hate her in ways, and I'm like, oh, you give me life. Thank you. So I I, I totally agree with heel Cesaro to put him on a main run, like against whatever. Top or almost top baby face, they feel right. Um, I, I think that's a good a good decision. Cliff, uh, I like that Cesaro's there. <laughs> I just hope that Amos not being able to recover from his injuries and possibly having to retire like isn't as true as it's supposed to be. Like as true as it can be, it's just. I like them as a tag team. Um, I do like them separately. I do remember when Antonio Cesaro was a thing and he was the angry rugby player who got kicked out and joined the WWE. 
and blah 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 blah. Oh, whatever. Right. Keep the kayfabe alive. Keep the kayfabe alive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like I do like Cesaro. Um, he's very talented, and I I I kind of want to see him. And I'll be on the opposite side of this. I kind of want to see him as a face, and I'd love to see him tag with uh Rey Mysterio one time, so that they can do like the six one nine and a Swiss one nine just like together at the same time. I just think that that shit would be hilarious. That would be good. Yeah, that would be good. Just one, just one time. That's all. That's just one time. I don't care after <laughs> just that. Just one time. That's you all know what? How about time. how about this? How about this? They tag together. They do that, and then he turns heel. Good with that. I'm there you go. Happy mediums. We're all about happy mediums on the podcast. So, um, yeah, the raw moves, they were, they were definitely, some of them were very predictable. Some of them were very shocking and everything else like that. Uh, specifically, you know, I really didn't think that AJ was going to come over. Uh, definitely didn't, yeah. definitely didn't see Cesaro coming over. I mean, up until the night where they were building it up and everything else like that, I kind of figured it was going to be AJ. I was hoping it wasn't going to be. I don't know who I was thinking, but I really didn't want AJ to leave SmackDown because, um, you know, AJ's been a part of SmackDown for so long. It's just It just felt right for him to be there. But And then Cesaro, right. I just... It, I really don't want to go this, down this path of heartbreak and disappointment again with Cesaro because he reaches the brass ring, he gets it, the crowd, he wins the crowd over whether he's heel or face, whether it be the swinging, uh, the, 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 the airplane spin or, you know, the whatever. And he, he keeps grabbing it and then they deflate it by doing something. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. So I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about Cesaro. Right. I think the biggest surprise, though, I think out of all of the moves to Raw was... Cedar Raptor. Mercy mercy, mercy to Buzzard. Mercy to Buzzard. That's the biggest surprise. Mercy to Buzzard. Are you high? (laughs) (laughs) I love that you asked him that question. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like you're like oh, whatever you just great. recently consumed that was laced with like some THC. I mean, dude, you need to hit like hit it again. You gotta learn dosing, man. <laughs> dosing. <laughs> Mercy the no. buzzard was so lit. No, shut the. F- okay. No, <laughs> no. no. So no, going back to what I was doing before, I was interrupted by a fuck uh, by a pothead. Uh, that wasn't Julie. Uh, <laughs> most the most surprising move to me was actually Eric Young. Yeah, that I one think surprised me. This one has a lot of question marks around it because it, it it brings up a lot of possibility of you know seeing Eric Young in a way that we haven't seen him while he's been in WWE because uh, he's always had uh, sanity surrounding him. So. A rumor that I've read online is that he's going to be a part-time performer and he's just going to start training to be a producer backstage, which if if that's the truth, it really sucks because that means he's winding down his career. We're not going to see much of him anymore. And that is kind of heartbreaking. You know what, though? I will say this is heartbreaking as it is that we won't get him in the ring. I will say I would rather have someone like him backstage that has been around for a long time and something that wasn't WWE specific and a wrestler being able to help carry this company. Does that make sense? Like help them fix some shit. 
I think it'd be a good idea. I, I actually think it might be a good thing. As shitty as it is, I'd love to see him wrestle longer, but they kind of dropped the ball on Sanity. Like, we all we all have acknowledged that they dropped the ball on Sanity. They had a really good thing, and they didn't do what they could have. So if if he's winding down, at least we're going to have his mind still in the company. And I think that's still good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just... Uh, I'm trying I, to be I, positive. I know. Like I said, cautiously optimistic about these things. Yeah, I agree. So. I, I agree on the cautious, the cautious optimism about it. Um, final notes on the raw stuff. Um, I'm, I'm psyched. There's a few good moves, so I'm just curious to see, like, what comes out of it. I'm just, just very anxious. That's all I can do, and be, be optimistic, but know that it's still WWE, and they're probably gonna fuck everything up anyway. So hot. That's hot. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. Or <laughs> see the buzzard. God damn it! <laughs> so moving on to SmackDown, uh, the SmackDown stuff that started uh, with the April 16th. <coughs> uh, first big move, uh, actually, probably the f- the first four moves uh, got me heavily aroused and excited, like for the possibility and just the things that are going to happen. I'm super excited. So the first one was Finn Balor. So Intercontinental Championship moved from Raw to SmackDown. Finn Balor, fresh crop of people, really excited for Finn. Yeah, because uh, this is possibility. This is a possibility for Finn to get the WWE title. This is a possibility for Finn to turn heel like he was back in New Japan. <gasps> just, just. Uh, plus, the club is on. You know, uh, SmackDown as well. So maybe there will be a Balor Club reunion. Who knows? Lots of possibilities. I'm super, 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 super excited. But the move to SmackDown might be the potential for him to grab the brass ring that, you know, was taken from him when he got that soldier injury right after winning the Universal title. So, I know if, and if you guys aren't excited about it, I don't even know why you're fucking on this fucking show. I really don't. Right. No, I'm really excited. <laughs> the moment, <clears throat> the moment is, uh, his shit was going on. I was like, Okay, so we've got some interesting stuff going on now. I would like to see uh Hale Balor. I would I would enjoy that. Oh yeah. No, it's just mm, mm, mm. plus the 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 that man's not a bad sight to look at. Let's I'm just, you know. There there's nothing displeasing about him. Right. So, even Cliff can admit that. There's nothing displeasing about looking at Finn Balor. At Mr. Fergal man. He's a good looking man. Good looking. Purdy <laughs> <laughs> mouth. Um, what the fuck happened there? Next one <laughs> on our list is one that I called for <sighs> and it came true. And that is Ember Moon. So excited. They kind of dropped the ball with her. Basically feed, they basically fed her for the good portion of the year to Naya, which, you know, thank God she was able to get out of that digestive tract system. Um, and <laughs> I made myself fun- laugh on that one. Um, <laughs> because Naya eats people. I, yeah. 
You're a bad person. <laughs> uh, I'm a terrible person. You know, but, maybe but, maybe you know Ember, Ember, Ember escaping from Nia Jax is what broke both of her ACLs. So, thank you, Ember. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Someone took that faster juice today. Uh, so, uh, no, Ember, I'm really excited because uh, possibilities, you know, re- revive the feud with... I forgot her name, Asuka. <laughs> Revive a few with Asuka. Have some good matches with Charlotte. Um, you know, some other people that moved, you know, one person in particular that moved over with uh, the Raw roster is there as well to get some good matches again with, between the two. So just there's a lot of possibility from Ember Moon being on SmackDown. Hopefully, hopefully a title. Hopefully. I know, I know Becky is Bay right now. You know, holding eh. both the titles, but you know what? If you're gonna talk about that, I love that back and forth that was going on on Twitter because uh, nothing for nothing, Becky's pretty good about shit talking. But that that little low, that little like pot shot she took at Alexa at, on Twitter about like re-injuring her, and Ember really jumped up and was like, "Yo, don't joke about career-ending." career-ending injuries, and that little back-and-forth thing that they had, I was like, I need that more. I need that more in the future. I need it on Twitter. I need it on my TV. I need it in the squared circle. Let's do this. Like, right. whether or not Becky's Bay, I want that matchup of Ember and Becky. I don't give a shit who's face you see Literally, uh, anybody, literally right now, anybody on, on the SmackDown women's roster versus Ember is going to be fantastic. Yeah. I'm just looking at the fact of, like, current stuff with Becky being, like, hot shit and that little Mm -hmm. thing. I think it'd be good to do a Alexa-Ember weird thing. Because Ember doesn't necessarily need to be face or heel. Ember can do whatever she wants. Exactly. I just, I, I think there's not enough tweeners. Flat out. Especially female tweeners. There's not enough people that don't necessarily need to be, hey, I'm good! Or, hey, I'm an asshole. There's not enough tweeners, so, like, if she can do that where she doesn't stick to one side or the other, I'm fine with it. I hate how cookie-cutter it gets sometimes. I like some of that, you know, like, that that little roughness where you're like, oh, okay, sometimes you're a dick. Well, I like them. So, I like Ember Thoughts. I like to move that Ember Moon over to SmackDown. I want to see a matchup with um, her and Charlotte. I just like to see, like, those two kind of... I think that's like my key matchup I like to watch. Um, and then like other things that you could throw in there, I'd love to see um, her versus like the Iconics, either one. I don't really care which one. It's just, it'd be fun to watch both of them go against Ember. So they did a great job with like talent to SmackDown so that we can get like these cool matchups that are going to happen. Mm-hmm. True. You're not wrong, especially uh, with the third pick coming over. Uh, Bailey. So we're gonna get some re-interesting uh, matchups with Bailey on SmackDown now, especially since she's separated from Sasha. Toxic bitch. Um, <laughs> and then Kyrie Sane was brought up from NXT to tag with Asuka. Uh, so now that's a tag team for the women's tag titles. Both, I think, are fantastic moves. Uh, thoughts, guys? Yeah. I like it. I like the fact that also Paige is their manager because I was kind of pissed that they got rid of a role for her. 
um, personally, because I feel it sucks that Paige never got her full redemption story of her being able to get back in the ring like Daniel Bryan was able to and all that stuff. So I'm happy that they are able to find some sort of role for her because I, I enjoy Paige. I think she's really good on the mic, especially if she's going to be the person on the mic for Kyrie Sane and Asuka, because let's be real, mic work. I'm just a blank stare. So yeah, please, I like Paige on it with them as well. I think it's a good move. Cliff? I like the fact that um, Bailey, like, she lost that, hey, I'm a hugger kind of, like, thing about her. Like, she right. like, called her out. She was just like, no, I left all my hugs on Raw. I'm just here to whoop some ass. And, uh, she did, and she she's kind of showcased that, and I really liked seeing that like new kind of like I don't want to say hardcore because it's not true, more like aggression towards her. So very much like ruthless aggression, I guess to say. Mm-hmm. I'm hyped. I'm hyped seeing her do that. Uh, next uh, person brought over actually next couple of ones. We'll just go through the, the last of April 16th episode. Uh, Lars Sullivan. Even though he was on uh, Raw the day prior, officially moved. So, again, they don't know what they fucking want. Uh, Buddy Murphy brought up from 205. Elias and Roman Reigns closed out the show. Uh, So there's your foil to why AJ was moved, because now they're bringing Roman over to be the the centerpiece for SmackDown. Yay. I could, aside uh, from Buddy Murphy, I could care less about either of those moves. Yeah, I agree with that. I have much concerns. Well, I, I'm going to put it this way without going into what happened this week, because I'm sure we're going to cover after this. Um, I was concerned initially with the Roman, Re- Roman Reigns move and what it meant for Kofi's title. However, after developments of this week, I think I don't have to worry about it as much. So. Because I don't want them to just, like, have Roman Reigns back on SmackDown and they just slash, snatch title back off fucking Kofi and it's Roman Reigns running around the fucking title over again. We gotta be like, oh, you're not allowed, yeah, you're not allowed to say anything, you know, like, and, and everybody looks at you and says, you can't say anything bad, he just had cancer. Like, congrats, that doesn't make me want to fucking cheer him on anymore. Nothing, no shade, no tea, no pink lemonade, I'm just fucking saying it. I don't want to have to deal with him. So, I hope they do not put that title back. I'm, I'm hoping the developments of this past SmackDown lead towards what I hope instead of Roman getting that title right away. It it legitimately concerns me because I feel like Kofi needs to have more time with that. Kofi deserves it. He went through enough. Let him just fucking have his moment. I don't think we have to worry about it at least until at least SummerSlam. That's what I'm hoping. If they're going to do it, at least wait till then. I get got, so worried with rash we got, we got We got four months. I hope I, I hope we get four months of storyline. That's what I'm hoping for. Just give Cliff, me that for Cliff. What you pondering about it all? Um, I'm kind of with you on it, man. Like I, I know that Elias and Roman coming over were kind of like supposed to be like the big, big moves, but really, man, Buddy Murphy is where it's at. Like that dude is a lightning rod. He puts on great matches, whether he's like on NXT or 205. Like it's just amazing that he's gonna be on the on the show now, and then like I know we kind of talked about this with like the raw segment, but um, 
and stuff that happens in the future. We find out some other stuff happens. There's another big match in there that I just can't wait to see go down with Buddy Murphy. And I just, it's going to be electrifying. I just can't wait. Electrifying! That was weird sounding, but okay. Uh, then we got Your some. Weird um, yep, 100%. 100%. 100. We got some moves uh, after uh, SmackDown aired for from the WWE.com. Liv Morgan, which means she's separated from the Riot Squad. Don't really know what that means for Ruby and Sarah. We will find out hopefully soon. Uh, Chad Gable separated from Bobby Roode. Thank God. Just thank God. Um, Apollo Crews over to SmackDown again. And then Mickey James over. Also heavy machinery, so we finally have a place for them. Uh, Mickey James, I think, is honestly the best one. I don't know if that's just because I am biased. But I am 100% excited about... Mickey James being back on SmackDown. What do you guys think about those five moves? I am um, anxious to see uh, Ember Moon and Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. <laughs> Liv. Uh, do hey, wait, 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 <laughs> yeah. wait, 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 fucking second. <laughs> What is with you in this shit? I, what is with I, you? Are, Liv Tyler, are we, Drew Galloway, the Brian Christopher. I'm missing one. I know I'm missing oh, one. I know. I don't remember which one exactly it is, but it's it's it. it, it, it oh, no, why? I mean, why? <laughs> I'm why on a level of exhaustion that I never thought I'd. Reach you cannot. <laughs> you can't. You, you, you're on a level of exhaustion for the past year. Really? No, just this one. Just this one. Every <laughs> other one I fucked up. I fucked up. I did. I'm playing I'm exhaustion on this mm. one. What happens when you go watch the end game and only have like you gotta understand? You gotta understand something though. Like, what about you're gonna use it on this care. one? It means you can't use it on future ones. Whatever. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever. I'm ex- I'm excited to see uh, Liv Morgan um, over. On SmackDown, doing her thing, um, especially because like the whole incident that happened with Brie, you know, last year, um, maybe like they'll give her like a little kind of like a push so that she can uh, kind of make a name for herself. You know, I am kind of worried about selves because obviously, you know, Ruby is probably going to go on her own. We're probably going to see Sarah join up with the Viking experience or the Viking Raiders. You shut your mouth, <laughs> and hopefully, we can get like a cool cool mix of those three together, but oh. I definitely want to see, I want to see a good matchup with um, Ember. Like, Ember and Liv together, I just think it's going to be fly. And I'll like, say my, issue, my issue with Liv going solo is that when she, was NX, when she was in NXT doing her solo thing, it wasn't great. Like, at all. Like, a, it a, wasn't great at all. Here's the thing that I was wondering. When she came up with the with the riot squad, though, it like it almost gave her like charisma 
and personality. Because right. like the- that Jersey gimmick that she had in NXT was just so trash. So right. trash. Yeah, but she can't keep riding the... I mean, she's out of the riot squad, and she's not going to be able to do the... It, it, <clears throat> it worked being kind of like Alexa Blissey. I'm not saying... I mean, like, the whole um, Harley Quinny thing that was going on for a minute, but they both kind of had it going on or whatever. This is the thing that I'm wondering, because Carmella's on SmackDown, right? Yeah. I wonder if they slap her back with her for a little bit. Because they got women tag team. They they, they have like zero them. tag teams now aside from fucking That's what uh, I'm saying. I'm wondering Kyrie if this is and you know, Asuka. That's what I'm saying. I'm wondering this isn't a long term move. You slap the jersey in the New York girl, but you know or Staten Island, I think is where they call her this. She's <laughs> slap from. the trash together and see what we make. I, that's what's I'm yeah. Okay, I'm just saying, like, I wonder if that's not their long term because they don't have a lot of fucking tag teams on SmackDown. So if you have someone that's wrestled with Liv in a tag team that's not the Riot Squad, because I think they still want to maybe like let them do their own thing, or maybe even keep them as a tag team, I, I see them putting Liv and Carmella together to get her to do something. I'm not saying that she shouldn't get Ember. I agree with the Ember Moon thing that you said, Cliff. I just, I'm wondering if that's not the long-term game they're playing. Definitely like it. I mean, it's, there, there's just, there's a huge need. We've obviously, we've said that a couple times now for like women's tag teams because we've broken up so many of them. And like really it's what three predominantly on SmackDown that we have. Yeah. So you're supposed to be. Not a whole lot of tag teams on the scene right now with, you know, everyone just... Right. And they got belts. So, like, what the fuck are you going to do with the the belts if you got no teams? So, that's why I think it might be a long-term goal thing that they're just... Or or short-term. It could be that they just are slapping her with Carmella. She goes on SmackDown. They slap her with Carmella, slap her with Carmella for a little bit. Maybe they even let them tag the titles for, like, two weeks or some shit. You know, just to keep the title going and not necessarily worry about them until they decide to let Liv really go on her own because then it gives her a chance to really work on her mic skills and stuff, not having, like, the Riot Squad shit going. You know what I mean? Because they weren't really talkers. It was a lot of Ruby talking. It was Ruby. You know what I mean? So, like, I wonder, th- that's why I want, this is where I wonder if some of the change-ups backstage aren't possibly good, and these are long-term things. I could be just overthinking it and trying You're to You're overthinking that. it. Well, because it's one of those, if you think about it, it makes the most sense. If you're going to slip, put her away, and you're not, not sure if she's strong, slap her with Carmella. Then take her off and let I her mean, fly that, by but herself. But then you're slapping her with someone who's not that strong in the first place either. So yeah, but at least you get somebody that's better on the mic than she is. Really? Are we really saying uh, she's better on the mic? Really? I'm, I'm not know. saying she's good on the mic. I'm mm. saying she's better on the mic than Liv. Hmm. I don't know. At least what they had before wasn't exactly. I feel like, like putting those two together makes me just want to like go and like separate recycling. Because they're I mean, different. you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. I just, I'm just like, I'm not saying that this is what I want. I'm just saying I wonder if that's you're what going doing. heavy into this hard like Jersey New York like combination thing. I'm starting to worry about you. 
No, I'm just, I'm more of going like, who's wrestled with who before and can help. That's what they're doing. I guess I've been watching a lot of like, other wrestling stuff or take you under my wing kind of shit. Maybe that's what my problem is. <sighs> I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. So on the twenty uh, April twenty third SmackDown, which was earlier this week, uh, we have the last little bit of moves. Uh, let's see. So uh, Andrade and Zelina are back. Yay! Hey. Thanks, Charlotte. Thanks. Well, wasn't that? I heard that. I I read that that was actually Fox. That Fox flexed the muscles, saying, "We don't. You do not have enough Latino stars on SmackDown." Put them back. Because uh-huh. I read that article that they flexed their muscles. If, they, if yeah. they really were flexing, they would have asked for right. the best Mexican or Latino stars that they got. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Rey Mysterio is still stuck I, over I, I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I, I'm pretty sure you're right. But I was just saying, like, that's what I had read, that it was Fox flexed their muscle and said, hey, we need Latino stars. Mm. So I'm sure it was a combination of things. Because SmackDown you should too be white. right. SmackDown too white. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, going, going back to my point. So Charlotte's dating Andrade. Andrade is being managed by the Zelina. Zelina is married to Alistair. So Alistair get, gets moved as well. So there's your six degrees of Kevin goddamn bacon. <laughs> uh, which <sighs> brain hurts. Shocker. There's some uh, rumors that Charlotte's engaged to Andrade. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> uh, I just think do. I think it's no, I really fucking don't. I just think it's cute that you know they keep all the people, the the, the couples and married people together. I think that's I think that is kind of sweet. So yay for them doing one thing good. Uh, <laughs> we don't want we don't want people well, just I being mean, like you know, they happy. Have, I know. Yeah, they, they we don't them want them to be unhappy because then they might leave. Sasha, yeah. leave. I mean, realistically, it makes <laughs> sense because they have them traveling so goddamn much and having them do house shows and go, go here. You need to make there. sure your people are getting boom booms from their significant others. Right? Well, hey, I mean, what's AEW? They're, they're not going to be a full show year-round. They're actually going to have an off-season so their yeah. their talent can rest. And I think that's fantastic. Most sports have an off-season. Wrestling doesn't. So coming so, out of coming off of this move though, Alistair coming back to not Alistair, Andrade coming back to SmackDown and Alistair joining on the SmackDown roster. Um I kinda get what I wanted, which is what Alistair is good at, and that's being a single star. I don't yeah. want him ta- I don't want him tagging with Ricochet. Sorry, Ricochet, I love you. You're beautiful. DSLs. I mean, yeah, they were a good tag team, but I do like them both as singles. Yeah. This is I think this is gonna be much better for uh everybody. Andrade, I think, will get revitalized. I think he's going to get put into a program right away with Finn, whether or not he gets the ice and tell or not. But either way, right. he's, he's, he's going to do great. He's going to do great. Uh, plus, Selena's back on the women's roster, so Selena can wrestle. I really want to see Selena fucking go ham on the women's division. I'd like um, that. And for the last three moves, or moves I really don't care about, uh, Jinder Mahal, the Singh Brothers, and B Team. B Team! Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. I mean, eh, it's just meh 
for me. That was that that stuff was meh. Um, so I feel like I'm over. Mm-hmm. SmackDown still trash. Just be honest. I mean, putting a B team over there doesn't change anything. Just <laughs> I mean, at trash. least their champions aren't some people that were just thrown together like three months ago. I mean, so this is true. So, so uh, overall winners. I 100% think SmackDown won this. 100%. Oh yeah. Especially with the final day moves of like Andrade and Alistair. Oh yeah, moving them back. Yeah, moving. I mean, I would have liked. I wouldn't have mind them on Raw and all that fun stuff, but I actually like the SmackDown because now we've got a healthy, a healthy mix-up of people on both. I don't. I don't know if I could pick a winner, honestly. Like main card wise, like your upper belts, I think Raw kind of has that. Obviously, it goes to SmackDown. Why does and Raw the, have it? I just, I just think that they have a lot more star support there. I mean, you still have Drew, Jay. You still have, we have AJ now. You have Seth. You have. There's like, I just feel like there's like a lot collectively. There's a lot more, and even so, like so. Cesaro, so you say that, that you're saying that's better than having Roman, Finn, you know, newly put Kofi, Alistair. I'm yeah. forgetting. I'm forgetting a name. Shit! I've, I literally just had him on the tip of my tongue. Roman, Pope, Daniel, Daniel Bryan when he comes back, you know, from you know, wrestling up. Sheamus, multi-time world champion. You know, you have that. So, I mean, I still think SmackDown is gender. Not no, that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> but the tag I, division on Raw is better than the tag division on SmackDown, and the women's division on SmackDown is better than the. Women's division on Raw, and that's the reason why, like, the men's side of things, like, single stars men's side, is, I don't know, I feel like it's a toss-up. I just, mid-card-wise, like, I would, I would think SmackDown, main-card-wise, or, like, main-title-wise, I think Raw. I think this is, like, the one few times where I could look at it and be, like, split evenly. I might, I might have to go back through and look at the roster all over again, just kind of, like, really evaluate it, but... Just looking like at a quick glance, I'm like, mm, 50-50. Like they're booking. So, the SmackDown side has the Club, the Colognes, Hardy Boys, the New Day, technically the Singh Brothers, and then the B Team. And then... Heavy Machinery. The Heavy Machinery. And then Raw has AOP Ascension, Hawkins and Ryder... Lucha House Party, Revival, Usos, Raiders, technically Brizongo, and technically what we also know is that technically Heath and Rhino. What we also know is that the oh, Hardys... and then SmackDown has Shisuke Nakamura and Rusev too. Which, let's be honest, Matt or Jeff is hurt. Right, so are gonna end up again, which you know, sad times to see that happen. Um, right, so that tag team's not going to be on for a while, and like we just, you know, we've acknowledged that Cesaro got moved over to Raw, so the bar's not there, which that would have been like the staple of the teams. And I think SmackDown's best tag team went to Raw, like so. It's like the Usos, yeah, that that was a huge. 
huge blow to their roster. But honestly, the Usos along with the Raiders are like the biggest thing now over there where the Hardy Boys are pretty much it. I mean, I really hope maybe they a club the club gets a resurgence off of this. I really hope so. You know, stop making them, you know, sit and catering. But yeah. You know. We'll have to see, you know, we've got four months build until, you know, SummerSlam. Uh, but the next pay-per-view is... Until sunny WrestleMania! <laughs> yep. So, Money Bank is coming up in uh, three weeks on May 19th, and we got some matches already set for the show. We got uh, Roman Reigns versus Elias in a shingles match. We got Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans for the Raw Women's Championship. And then we got Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, she's losing a title, I think. Yeah. I think she's dropping one. I think she's dropping, I think she's dropping the SmackDown title. I think she's going to drop SmackDown. Yeah, I agree. Which sucks. But at the same time, it's got to leave room for somebody to come in and, you know, Charlotte's been built up just as much as Becky has for this Ronda meeting. And now that they have their two top women on separate brands, they can carry it and, you know, help it out. I don't like Charlotte winning. I really don't. But Becky needs to be on Raw more than she needs to be on SmackDown because Charlotte can carry that. Uh, Especially with feuds with, like, Asuka, Ember. You know, give us really? give us that shit. So, right. um, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the Universal Championship. And then the two Money in the Bank ladder matches, one for the Men's World Championship and one for the Women's Championship. Which, apparently there has been leaked advertisements for the competitors for those. So, uh, the ones that have been leaked for the Men's, uh, and I want to get your opinions on this real quick, are... Drew McIntyre, Cesaro, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Aleister Black, Andrade, and Lars Sullivan are the seven people who are advertised for that Money in the Bank ladder match. Only one of them in Rey Mysterio has won a main roster world title, which means we have a high probability of seeing a new champ, a new new champion. Thoughts? Hmm. I'm definitely gonna go on to early prediction. Pending card subject to change. I'm going to take on. I see everybody else's roles like kind of playing out, and like obviously Ricochet's in this match, so Ricochet's just gonna be there to do like the big flips, like off of ladders and stuff like that. I just don't see him winning it. I think the person there that kind of feels like makes the most sense because I know they've talked about wanting to really push. The next person who wins the briefcase leaning towards Andrade on this one. I'm leaning towards Drew. I think that Drew is finally going to get the push with the with the briefcase. Whether it be it would regard regardless of who it's going to be against, if it's going to be Seth or going to be against Kofi, he's going to win the title off of either one. So, okay, yeah, no, I agree with that. But I mean, honestly, aside from Ray and Lars, because I really don't care about Lars, um, that's what a five. I can't even do percentages. What like an? Uh, 
like an 83% chance of having a new champion and a 65% chance of me liking it, I'll take the odds. So right. <laughs> I can't do math. Sorry. I didn't do well in that. So I don't do percentages off of fractions very well. Um, but yeah, so that's leaked for that one. And then for the women's side, this, you know, for me, this is very tentative. We have Tamina, Sasha Banks, Natalia, Naomi, Bailey, Carmella, Ember Moon, Sonia Deville. And unlike the men's side, we have five people out of these eight, which is a big number difference. Uh, interesting. Uh, five people out of the eight that have won uh, the women's t- title, which is Sasha, Natalia, Naomi, Bailey, and Carmella. So. Depending on Sasha, depending on where they're going. I mean, yeah. this could be a good opportunity for Amber to yep. get it. This also could be opportunity for someone to win it and have a character change like fucking Sasha or Bailey, you know, who need it the fucking most. Um, I right. still think it's a little early for Sonya. Like, don't get me wrong, I I love me my LGBT queen over there, but I feel like it's still a little... Yeah, she she needs to connect more with the crowd on her own. I feel like Tamina and Carmella are just cannon fodder at this point. Yeah. So I really think... Honestly, Naomi, too. So the only real winners out of this I can see being Sasha, Natalia, Bailey, Ember. Everyone else is there for show. Which isn't bad, but those are those are my two. Those are my four out of the eight. Um, of course, I want Ember to win more than anybody. Sasha, I think, should win as well. Only if she gets that heel turn, if she gets the character development that she wants, you know, to do something because you know that's been her biggest gripe and complaint. And you know, right. So yeah, what do you guys think? No, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. I want Sonya. I just think it's besides her and Ember. I just think it's time for like a new person to get really pushed. I don't know, and I, I and I'm a huge fan of Sasha Banks, and we all know this. Um, I just, I just one of those two. I think has to win it. It's just got to be. And I would, I would like to see Sonya win it. I mean, yeah, she's still relatively new. She's still cutting her teeth. And I can understand that. Carmella was the same way. She was like, even though she was kind of like set with her character, we kind of saw her really just start to grow more while she had that briefcase. Cause I felt like it kind of gave her a purpose to like cash it in. She like made her character the way it was. And I feel like Sonya could be that same person too. And I would just like to really see, see her come out and just do her thing. And you know, she's obviously got that whole, that catchphrase that she always throws out there. So while she has she has a briefcase, she can literally be out there and just be like, nah, put your hair up and square up and then just turn it into ca- cash in and just bam, win the title. So I think that's what I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Essie booking. <laughs> right. So, yeah, there's the pay-per-view coming up. So, not bad. Interesting. So we got to look look towards that and build up towards that, right? Uh, any know. any any other final comments 
to wrap up, anything else you want to quickly go over from earlier this week? Um, NXT. Like, mm-hmm. felt like NXT had some great matches this week. I mean, it's NXT. They, they. That's just a given anymore. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> th- thank you for saying that. What else are you going to say next? Big Ben tells time and water is wet. <laughs> I, you took it right out of my. Yeah, that happens. Mm. Words. Go back and talk about Liv Tyler and the Brian Christopher. You dick bag. I miss Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Hello? Oh, man. Dicks. So, uh, that's all we have. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, they're really, it's been a weird week in wrestling. Yeah, it's weird just been a last week couple weeks. Mm, yeah, yeah, in general, I think everybody's just been, been dealing with life. With life. So, we'll see what happens, though, with the, the weird. Oh, you know what I'm going to bring up real before I forget? What in the fuck, Bobby Roode stash? That's all I gotta say. So, on that note, for everybody here at Franken Culture, <laughs> Julie with her loving moistness over Bobby Roode's, uh, sorry, Robert Roode's stash, and then oh, Cliff's uneducated banter and unhealthy obsession with Lacey Evans. I'm sure he'll think of a different name to call her sometime soon, but until then. Stacy! You're welcome. I can't with you. <laughs> I was doing so good, and you just... Mm. Yeah, it's that, it's that beautiful thing called ADD. It came into mind, man, and went from it went from brain to mouth right then. <laughs> You're not wrong. But for everyone here at Franken Culture, uh, thank you for stopping in, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace! <laughs>